Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we brave scanning the net to find all the deep history and lore of cyberpunk. I'm Toasty, a fixer that's new to Night City with a desire to jump into the details of this gritty setting. And I'm Genesis, an old school media tech with a love of character deep dives. Together, we will bring you the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today, and the news of the future. We've got incoming. Let's Delta. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I'm your girl, Genesis, and with me, as always, is Toasty. I'm so happy to see your face again this week, dude. Hi. I don't I don't know how to respond to that, so I'm just, you know. Okay. Okay. Well maybe Turtle okay. will show me some more love. Or maybe Jul Jay will. Are you guys happy How's to be going, here tonight? <laughs> yes. Definitely. It's been a long time, but yeah. All right. Like well, I said, unless I'm in a very bad accent, you're not getting rid of me. Turbo Don't is ride or die. Get in a bad accident. <laughs> I appreciate that, and I am here for it. It's also really cold where I'm at. Where are you, North? No, well, I uh, am in my parents' garage right now, and there's uh, no heat out here. Fortunately, we have heat, but we're in Maine, which is just, once November hits, it's just always cold. Yeah. yeah. Although, I, I prefer to New York City, though, where I study, because the wind there is just brutal. You know? oh, yeah. It's usually is the wind that makes it worse. Dude, for real. Because, like, it's not pretty in winter in New York City. It's just gray and buildings and cement and some mush. But at least here in Maine, there's nature. No. All right. You don't get that in cyberpunk, though. <laughs> no, not a lot of trees. You get rain, and that can, can make you don't cold. get snow, though. No snow. But that no. would be a cool expansion. I wonder, like cyber snow. But the time you got to think about the timeline, though, because you get her, uh, infected with the chip, and even if like canonically timeline, it seems like it's. Uh, like you only have a couple months to live. I don't. I don't know how long that you can actually play the game. Like, so you don't actually drop dead well, if you wait too long, do you? Oh, wait no. a sec. Well, if you okay. choose the ending with Pan Am, you guys are going. I mean, you could theoretically be 
traveling up northwest coast. You're going um, to go to Washington. You're specifically going um, south because you're going to Arizona. That's yeah, that oh, was, right. yeah. So, uh, it's just because it's California in um in in that particular like it's California and I believe in cyberpunk like global warming has kind of run like as is worse than it is now so it's just hot all the time oh, i no, imagine yeah, you're not like canada or something oh. you probably get to see snow but you have to go pretty far north for it just hot and muggy in cyberpunk in 2077 i'd imagine that the poles are a lot more developed too mm-hmm. you know north pole and antarctica probably a lot more hospitable Oh, I can't wait until we find out more about those areas when in our deep dives into the different continents and countries and things like that, because it would definitely be interesting to see where we could find snow. Uh, be cool. Yeah. So we'll Maybe some rich person has like a little biodome of snow. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, that, that has to be someone like they still want to go skiing. Well, I know for Dude, a fact. Dude, have that. Yeah, in Saudi Arabia, like, yeah, yeah, they already have indoor malls with snow. The in specifically in the United United Arab Aramites, uh, yeah, where it. Dubai yeah. is, that is where they have an indoor ski lift and mountain inside of a free mall, and it's like, wow, intense. When did this happen? Um, a while ago. <sighs> Randomly, my dad lives out there, so I know a lot about this mall. But that is a whole another tangent and a whole another topic. We are talking about cyberpunk lore and not Genesis lore tonight. <laughs> um, I do want to say something that's cyberpunkish that I heard. Like someone's building a giant glass wall through the desert. Oh yeah, like, the line. That, when I yeah. heard about that, that I it's just thought another... that's something from cyberpunk. Just building a like a like a mile long wall that just to see everything just like thirty minutes away. So it's more vertical. So I'm in like design and into architecture and stuff. So like what it, it'll be over 170 kilometers of of structure just line and it will divide up part of the UAE. I think I think it's the UAE um, by that distance and it'll be I think. At least, okay, so each side will be as high as uh, the World Trade Center also. Um, and the idea is that everything you need to live as a human being will be within a five-minute walk, kind of vertically. So it'll be vertical living in segments for this society. Uh, and I think it's going to hold, I want to say, like, they say it's at least three million or six million people. But I don't, I haven't heard of three or six million people want to live there. Or a place so, like <laughs> so they're building mega buildings. Exactly. I mean, like, yeah. It's like, it's like uh, dread. Yeah. Peach tree towers. Yeah. What the heck? Okay. That's cool. <sighs> Every day we, yeah. we inch closer towards like a cyberpunk dystopian reality. And I don't know if I actually <laughs> want that guys. I really don't. <laughs> No, no, I don't want that. Yeah, it's gonna. It's part of neon, which is basically uh, new wonders for the world. It's part of this whole future of urban living. Um, 
in that part of the world. It's going to be on the coast, it seems. But yeah, it, it's basically each side is going to be glass reflective also to radiate heat away from the line. But what that's going to do is burn out all the desert around it or within its vicinity. Oh, yeah, the it's glass. Yeah, it's, it's uh, dark. Well, in the world of cyberpunk, Saudi Arabia and the, a lot of the Middle East ended up getting hit by nuclear bombs that turned all of the sand into glass that I want to go touch and poke at and see. You're, you guys yeah, talked about this last, uh, last episode. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I want to jump into that part because it's, it's wild. It's just wild. Yeah. <clears throat> Slowly, we will make our way over to those countries. But I think tonight, we're here to talk about Phantom Liberty and uh, our thoughts and feelings. Because Toasty and I did a pretty extensive breakdown on the things that we saw in the new trailer that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago at the Video Game Awards. But I think that we want to get your thoughts and feelings on it, too. One, how excited are you guys to have such like we have johnny silverhand we have keanu reeves voice acting and body modeling and motion capturing an amazing character and now we have idris elba who man that voice that face that body model everything is just so him how excited are you guys to have interactions with this new character? I have no I want, idea how they pulled it off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know they pulled off, but they, I want them to make it romanceable because they just do this to us and bring him into it. And just, no offense. There's, I'm, like, I'm like, no, you can't do that. No, no. You can't keep bringing these stars in here and we can't romance them. That's like getting candy in front of us that you can't touch, but you can look. You can't even touch Johnny. You can look, but you definitely can't touch him, but he can touch you. At least we can touch it. We can touch him. Ed, I always get his name wrong. Elba. I was going to call him Elba. Okay. That works. Uh, Solomon Reed, right? That's his the yeah. name that he yeah. was given? Okay. That's fine, At least yeah. we can touch Reed. <laughs> It makes me curious, though. So this will be the second really big name in this game. I, I'm starting to wonder a bit if this could be a repetitive theme they'll do in the future because for other cyberpunk games, or uh, I don't think they're doing any more expansions after this. But it's definitely, you know, it's, it says a lot that he has faith in this game to do something like that. Even Keanu going back after the flop. Like when I heard Keanu was doing more voice and uh uh, motion cap work i was very surprised um i mean obviously if they invite him back to do more i wouldn't think he'd say no because super nice guy uh but to get idris elba on board with that too i mean the guy's been like franchises bigger than you know uh, i don't know like larger than life franchises so yeah, that's mm -hmm. pretty crazy. Uh, and it seems like he has a really good character, too. A, a bit like of a typecast, though, because in previous movies I've seen with him, he's been kind of, you know, more rugged, a bit more. Or not rugged, he's kind of like put together, but rugged. Um, kind of like a, a bit of an officer type. Uh, spy like, agent. Uh, he, 
I kind of get the vibe uh, from uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Exactly. That's what I was thinking there. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and also, he was a cybernetically enhanced, enhanced. being in Hobbs and Shaw, too. Yeah. Superman. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And what do you, uh, y'all got any uh, theories specifically about it? Like, do you think, because I mean, I have my theory, I don't think that he's just some rando dude named Solomon Reed. I mean, they got Keanu as Johnny Silverhand, iconic cyberpunk character in the lore. So, like, getting another big name actor to just play some some random FBI agent or FIA agent, I don't know if I believe that. The antithesis to Johnny. Like, I mean, we have Johnny, who's a literal terrorist, and then we have, you know what is cast as one of the best like fbi fia agents which they're kind of one the same right in this world FIA, i think yeah. i assume yeah. so the fia yeah. is yeah. a new word like a new acronym <laughs> that we don't have any information on so obviously that's gonna they're gonna give us more i guess hopefully more info on that but it's assume it's just like fbi or some sort of like mm-hmm. government agency like or homeland security or something who knows <clears throat> And you know I Johnny know and B don't. Oh, go ahead. I know this isn't going to happen, but I'm. I probably won't. I'm still worried that it's all like like a giant. Uh, uh, I can't do the right term, but like they're catfishing us. It's not actually. That's not his real face. Because they brought oh. up the mask, they show the mask in it. What happens if it like through the whole game, and then at the very end, it's like he takes off the face, and it's like, I'm not. Uh, read. It's well, he is Reed, but his face is not Elba's. It's someone else. I don't think. I mean, I think if he did he has, change his appearance like that, I feel like, I feel like maybe they like he probably has altered his appearance to look like that permanently. I'm assuming uh, it's to someone. I assume the mask is for us to use to like, because well, my theory I mean. is that we're like protecting the the president by like imitating her so we have like the mask to take on her appearance or something that's what i'm saying i'm saying like the guy right, that that's the from the that is reed is not elba it's like it's someone else like um i don't think it is but like it's like a uh, black hand i don't think that's who it is but i'm like saying like it's someone with the mask so on like, that looks so like many... elvis okay and like at the end they'll take it off and we'll find out it's so an, an important cyberpunk character i don't know who or it could just be a new character I kind of want to see Morgan Blackhand. Well, in the beginning, there is a guy with a bionic black arm mm-hmm. in the beginning of the trailer, too. I don't, I mean, I can't say that has any I don't, importance at all. I don't think if we're talking black hand. specifically, and actually, this might actually be like that character, definitely not black hand because they wouldn't just put him in front of you but i wonder if it's like because you know how like you know video game uh makers like to like put their trailers together and add like hints at stuff Mm -hmm. like that like hidden hidden details like what if it's Mm -hmm. what if they show the dude with the black hand to confirm that like morgan's going to be in it without being like oh here he is like it's like oh this is a hint what kind of supports Idris being Blackhand is the coat, because the coat is just like the one Blackhand yeah, wears definitely. and renders. Yeah, yeah, he's got um, like the fucking duster, and that's like that is 
black hands cut. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I was seeing is, I mean, Johnny and B don't have a good past or relationship or how they think of big corporations is obviously, you know, very negatively. So for them to work for someone who's kind of a representative of those big corpos and who probably hate Johnny and what V do, I really feel like there could be a lot of tension and like something explosive there. Oh, you know? probably. Probably. Yeah. I know it's a bit different because they're not like in like the argument comes of because, you know, like corporations kind of run everything but like it, it is the government which aren't exactly and we know that they like because Militech kind of fucked up so bad in the past that like the US government or the new US government has like control over Militech now and like basically use them for everything so there's like you know, Militech is their military essentially so like mm-hmm. they're not quite a corporation, but still, I don't think Johnny Johnny doesn't like the government either. That that's for sure. We that that'd be an obvious thing. <laughs> Did you guys ever have that dialogue with Padre the Fixer, where he talks about the corporate wars being um, coming into fruition in the near future? Did any of you guys have that dialogue with him in the game? I don't think so yeah because it was like a really obscure one because i i only had it like twice and both times i didn't know how i got to that point um i might have my corpo v was very intrigued with padre um it because he, the first time that I encountered Padre was uh, at Jackie's funeral, and he was acting like we were old chums, like we were already besties. And I was like, yeah. I don't recognize you from anything, dude. So I went and tracked him down and had as many conversations as I could with him. So that sounds it's, uh, it's part of the, the montage. You do work, like you do do jobs for Padre during the montage. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole thing where like you like get like some cybernetic thing for him or maybe a weapon. I can't remember what it was, but you do like do a job for him in the Jackie V montage at the beginning. So even if you're not street kid, you have worked with him before, but yeah, like a lot of those images go by real fast. So it's kind of hard to like remember all of it. He definitely (laughs) stuck out more when I did my street kid V because I was like, mm-hmm. then we're paired up with oh, paired up with Jackie. I just don't remember him from my Corpo V beginning, but maybe the montages are all the same. And I just yeah, all the the montages should all be the same yeah. thing. But maybe you yeah. definitely interact with him in the Street Kid one, whereas you don't in the other two. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys think about um, the? involvement of familiar faces or bigger familiar faces like do you think we'll see any arisakas uh in the um expansion or do you think rogue will come back uh any takimoto i mean it depends I... if it's before or after you save takimoto but yeah, yeah. or his I... friend odin i don't know if, uh any of those guys i don't really think they are because my my theory is we're going to be like in a uh, mini map because a lot, I don't remember seeing any cranes in the game. 
And a lot of this looks like a, a small town or in a crater or something like that, or something like that. Because I don't remember any of the mega buildings, which reminds me of that shopping thing you showed. But cause I think it looks like it's outside completely. And I don't remember any big buildings having a, really an outside like that. It looks like a desert or some sort. So I'm thinking we're like in like a little. Small, I think like it's maybe... supposed to be an expansion to Pacifica. So it's not yeah, Pacifica, like... but it's some area branching off of it yeah so i i i'm thinking it's somewhere like i i because it looks like the desert so maybe we're in the badlands at some points i just think i said that wrong is that what they're called badlands am i thinking yeah so so i didn't think if i did mad max for a second so these vehicles driving by if you see that globe in the background that is in pacifica in one part of pacifica i believe um I so, could recognize that one. Oh, and, and I think also, this is happening. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, it says N A S A, new, uh, N U S A, new United States of America. And yeah. I have no idea what the word below says. So I think this oh, is like a, a new, new addition to Night City. Like, a, like it's like that. But since it's, I think, like, or because I think, I think that's maybe why the president's there. It's because Night City. Like I think, like the borders of Night City is what like it's like technically a country expanding because Night City is independent, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like the United, the president has to come because apparently this country is now expanding into the new new United States of America. So of course the president's going to come and see what's going on there. So I think that's kind of like the president coming up. I'm wondering if there's like any of the corp with with the state of Arasaka in 2077. With how it's kind of like a little weird losing Saburo and like kind of the toss up on leadership. I wonder if like maybe uh, depending on who is running things at that point, maybe like trying to broker a deal with the NUSA or something since Night City is specifically part of like the California free states. So they wouldn't have any jurisdiction per se. Because they're not part of it, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I think we probably see so Rogue. almost like martial law. Then I don't. I don't know. Like I think it's supposed to. I think like I would assume because we know like the plane crashed, like Air Force One essentially mm. crashed. Yeah, I'm assuming dude. somebody extended an olive branch to the president as a farce. And then shot the plane down and is trying to like kill her. Like, I think this is this is, I think it's somebody like trying to assassinate the president and you're helping her out to try and like stay, keep her alive. Or just like a catalyst to cause commotion within the whole country. Like, it Probably. could just be like a ploy for, I mean, because America like is volatile in itself. Mm-hmm. So to really play on that, um, that kind of reaction. You know, I feel like, or a feasible reaction. You know, they maybe it's, they just want to ensue chaos, or cause chaos. Sorry. Yeah. Um, chaos yeah, is my middle name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, all like theories were just based off of like what we see. You know, I don't. I don't I mean, think I- that. Air Force One just crashes. Yeah. Yeah, it just does that just don't make no sense. I feel like that there's an outside force there 
Oh, absolutely. Especially with the bullet holes that we see. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There was like a hit squad that went in to try and kill her. So, yeah. No, I don't think. I don't think it could be any gang. I don't think even a fixer could set that up. It would have to be, as you said, a corporation or a country. I think, like, I would assume, like, somebody trying to, like, I don't know, maybe push, like, uh, the fifth corporate war or something. Because, like, if if they frame Arasaka or if it just is Arasaka, like, it would then be Militech that would come to fight on behalf of the NUSA because they're contracted by them. So it would just be Arasaka versus Militech. Again. Who knows? It could be someone in Militech trying to make a coup. Probably. They probably want their own independence too. That could also that, be That's how it goes in all like the, the movies like, oh, your security is what betrayed you. I'm curious if they'll have like a real antagonist this time around because, you know, there's people that V and Johnny faced that were obstacles, but I didn't feel like there was one main antagonist like you do in like a Mission Impossible movie or something. Um, so I'm curious if they're going to cast someone or have someone playing the role of a true antagonist, like the person you have to get to defeat in order to defuse stuff. No. Hmm. Or it could just well, be like an undefinable force to be reckoned with. It's usually what it is in cyberpunk like like in yeah. cyberpunk the main antagonist is nice the City. world yeah Tosi, and, didn't you say this the, the genre is gonna be a little different i can't remember if you said if i read somewhere like it was gonna be more spy thriller instead of what, yeah. what the original was yeah yep. yeah for sure because we so we, they, they definitely need to have an antagonist in because they, they, they have to have like a bond villain they can't be like a spy thriller <laughs> without a bond they have to have someone with like that, a yeah cat. that's exactly oh, what i was bond. thinking <laughs> Yeah, we uh, need a specter. <laughs> <laughs> petting the cat. We need Blowfield. Oh gosh, I don't want to be a cat. They need to bring an iguana. Tie it back to the beginning of uh, Cyberpunk, where there was a, it all it began with the iguana. Tie it back to the Nomad beginning. That's the, well, that's the iguana, iguana went to. Is uh is also in uh Tuckin- No, not uh, um Yodanobu's apartment. He yeah. has an iguana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wanted I'd say that one was breathe. rendered so well, too. Like, they really, yes. once they fixed the bugs, I'm telling you, that was one of the best rendered things I've seen in the game. Can you have an iguana in one of your apartments? Yeah. If you get the egg you in, have- in your, when you go to the apartment, you can take an egg from the iguana in there and then hatch it in your apartment. But mine was bugged. <sighs> It wouldn't give me an egg. I was so sad. Wait, where do you, yeah, I didn't remember seeing it. Where do you get the egg when you're no, no, when hit in no that's when you get the egg? Yeah. yeah, I didn't see an egg in there. I'll have to go back. I guess I, mine was both too. Cause I'm like, I never got an egg, but I saw everyone never else have that. iguanas. I need to do that. And I'm like, where did they get the iguana? And every time I tried to feed the cat, there was no cat to feed to get the pet cat for Johnny and B. Like it was just never there. I it's not, or did you like feed it and then wait to come back? Because it's supposed to be like a, like you put food down while the cat's not there, and then it shows up after. Oh, it's, okay. I, yeah, yeah, I I did that. I had never wrong. done that before. Yeah. I did it recently. Uh, um, they made it. I think they made it more reliable to happen. And you don't need cat to food. 
and then yeah. put the cat food by the trash can and then you can just wait by the trash can and the cat you will still need to go out in the world and buy it though because i remember early on in the game's release someone was saying this is the quest you do. You have to go to the store, buy cat food, then put it oh, down. I didn't buy it. No, you just need, to, you just need to get cat food. Yeah. You'll run across cat food eventually. Yeah. I got off a dead body, and I was wondering, why is this guy carrying around <laughs> cat food? That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> that's cat probably, probably, probably the cheaper than on YouTube. Food. What do I do with cat food? That this, I, like, It was so weird. Like, a guy dead. randomly had cat food. What do I do with it? And that's how I found out you can go get the cat. But, kibble yeah. is kibble, man. Kibble is kibble. I mean, kibble is just dog food, so honestly, it's not far off. Like, I don't know if they wanted us to eat it, like something from Fallout. I'm like, is this a Fallout? You can eat it. That guy's- oh, you, you can? can eat the cat food. <laughs> I did not know. No, that. are the effects harmful or no, helpful? No, it's it's pretty. It's just pretty like mid health. No like, offense. Like a little bit like cat a snack. Food's probably better than some of the regular human food you get. In the, oh, uh, for sure. My cat eats salmon machine? all the time. I never can afford salmon for my damn self. So yeah, my cat yeah. eats better than I do. Yeah, for sure. Salmon and gravy, right? Ah, oh, I love discussions like this where it's just ideas flying and little things that trigger memories in the game, and just going back and forth and just having a good open discussion about everything that we love about this game. I love it. It is pretty remarkable that there are millions of people that are still here for cyberpunk and still wanted to win. And now that, you know, it's in a really stable place, um, you know, I feel like they now really do have a bunch of cheerleaders for them, which is like happy to see after it, you know, initially flopped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I've, I've always been here on the side of it, obviously, because it's like, even like, I know, obviously, I never had to deal with these issues because I have a decent enough PC setup that I don't have to, like, I didn't have to worry about um, the game being unplayable for me. So I couldn't experience that. But like, for the people that could play it, it was still a good game. I had it on PlayStation 4. I had it on one of the old systems. I didn't have any problems running it. It looked a lot better on my PlayStation 5, the graphics-wise, mm-hmm. like playing it, like mechanics. The only time it bugged out was when I was doing stupid shit that I was actually trying to make it bug out. That's the only time it ever bugged out on me is when I was trying to bug it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I still had, like, random bugs in there. I mean, like, the T-posing over the car thing happened all the fucking time my um, shadow would t-pose that that damn that damn glitch like the the ledge slip bug that existed oh, or whatever where yeah. you would that you would just go down and incline like like a centimeter tall and your body was just like oh i just fell from a million stories i'm dead now <laughs> that was the most <laughs> annoying thing i had to deal with i was never just had dying that. That randomly it happened all the time. I had to download a mod specifically to negate that because it happens so often. <laughs> oh. But other and than that, like I had still, a, it was fine. <laughs> and yet we still love it and we still play it as often as you know we can, just because the storyline is there, the voice acting is there, the custom I especially with the newest 1.6 uh 
upgrade and everything like that where continued customization got activated like that to me is cyberpunk style over substance where you can go into and like pick your own outfit in your wardrobe i have like five or six different outfits that i can wear and it doesn't affect my armor i'm essentially putting on clothes like it's the gemini sleeve i am wearing a set of clothes underneath and then i'm activating my gemini and putting on what i want my outward appearance to be and i can go see a ripper doc at any time that i want to to change my facial appearance that is pure core cyberpunk to me and so the fact that now it's been implemented into the game i appreciate that can you only I mean, change your facial expressions or can you change your gender too? I don't think, I think you just can your facial gender. features. I think I, yeah, I've just, tried changing my gender. I just I've changed my features. I've changed the gender because that is really cyberpunk. Like in the future, just being able to go like, I don't want to feel like being a female today. I want to be a male just for today. But what Jen was getting at, I mean, that is the freedom we look for in video games in the first place. Like that mm-hmm. kind of freedom, that kind of creativity. I mean, I, you know, something I did a lot with Red Dead Redemption 2 was just play it as cinematically as I could. Just like imagine it was a part of the movie. And now I feel like I can do that with Cyberpunk 2. You know, literally, you can wake up, can take a shower in the game, can get a cup of coffee in the game. You can just look out over the window over the city. I mean, depending on your apartment, granted, but yeah, it is a hell of a thing now. I mean, you got the new apartments now, which have like oh. the various different like views to them. The one in uh, Hayward yeah. is incredible. So. Yeah, freaking love that. The only thing is, I wish they turned the pool into a mini game because that would have been sweet. That wouldn't, yeah, yeah. You'll just have to keep playing road race (laughs) i'm still trying to get the high score in road race man i i'm good at it but i'm not the best yet has someone made a mobile version of that yet oh that Uh, i know someone will probably i mean i don't think i'd play it but still i mean i mean that's play it once or twice (laughs) it would be a good apple watch game for people mm-hmm. that have that. All right. I think I this mean, is a good little spot to take our mid break. Uh, thank our patrons. Read a new review. And you guys can listen to some. Oh, Road Race is, is a game from CD Projekt. Yeah, they made a nice game. What kind you of game is it? It's a mobile. You can, it's just it's just Road Race from Cyberpunk. They made it a mobile game. Oh, okay. That okay. That from I didn't know if it was the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Or it, it came up beforehand. The pictures I can see right here are the same. It's the same thing. Yep. All right, you guys I'll have to go get it. download get this thing. Yep, go download that app while you all listen to some ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
All right, all right. Welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything about the show and nothing about the lore. (sighs) Okay, our patrons truly are the best, and I want to thank all of you so much. Fifteen of you amazing chooms are out there showing us the love and the support that helps keep this show going. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We also have a new review to read out. Toasty, I don't know if you've seen this one. It's all the way from Israel. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So from Apple Podcasts in Israel, left by Sergi is yet flatted. Okay. Uh, Sergio, sorry. Sergio is yet flatted. This new cast made listening to the podcast a prime time. I find myself looking forward to every episode. The hosts make every subject fascinating. So thank you, Sergi or Sergio from Israel. Very much appreciated. And of course, our uh, code is still active on metallicdicegames.com. I may or may not have bought some Christmas presents for some important people in my life using our code CPLC. That's Cyberpunk Lore Cast. Use CPLC at checkout to get 10% off of your entire order. I'd really appreciate it. Okay, thanks. Bye. Toasty, you got anything you want to add? No. No. (laughs) All right. Let's get back into it then. I let's get let's get back in let's get back into the actual t- <laughs> tangent over. And if you want to know what that tangent was all about, you'll need to listen to the Patreon exclusive episode. You can find it at patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast. Oh boy, did that one go on for a minute. <laughs> Alright, guys. We have talked about so much already today. Um, we talked about the deal, the expansion coming out. I still have to mentally change that from the Phantom Liberty DLC to the Phantom Liberty expansion because those are two very different terms in CDPR. And mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I'm focusing on that. But I would also like to play a quick little video. I have not listened to this yet, so I don't know exactly what is going to be said. But Captain Shanko is one of our patrons. But unfortunately, she wasn't able to make it tonight. But she sent me a quick little video about her thoughts about the expansion pack. And then about the topic that we are going to discuss next. About where you would like to live in, either what country or what district of Night City you would like to live in? Really? Hey, everyone. It's me, Captain Shenko, and I'm exhausted. I literally just walked in from work, sitting down to record something really quick for the Cyberpunk Lorecast, and I'm really, really sad that I'm going to be missing it tonight. I just don't have it in me. <laughs> uh, I am here in spirit, though, and I wanted to give my reaction to the new Cyberpunk trailer. Um, I... 
was super stoked to see Idris Elba making an appearance in that trailer. I am such a huge fan of his work, and he's an incredible actor, and I am very excited to see what his character is going to be bringing to the table, as well as getting a little bit more time in Night City. Uh, speaking of getting some time in Night City, I was also asked which section of the city I would find myself living in if I were in the cyberpunk world. And I think that I would find my home in the Badlands, in the, you know, the open, the open road and the open skies with the nomads, because I picked the nomad life path in my first run of cyberpunk. And I loved all the personal life path options for the speech and the dialogue that came with the nomad life. So... I think that that's where I would be happiest. Open skies, open roads, and some of the dangers of Night City with a little bit more freedom, if a bit of uh, wild adventure. All right. I think a few of you would agree that the nomad lifestyle would be the one that you would pick, right? I see the nods on an audio-only format. Sometimes forget about that. I do like simple things like being able to take a shower and having a bed. And I don't know. I feel like, honestly, my place would be in that DLC Haywood apartment. I think that's where I'd find myself. Because um, I wouldn't want to be right in the heart of Nice City. I wouldn't want to be in kind of the scrappier parts or the corpo parts because that would just be completely soulless. Um, I feel like Haywood has a bit more of a a glue holding it together in its definition. Um, you know, live there, born there, live there, die there, as uh, Captain or the cop says, stints at the beginning. Um, and also, you know, it, it gave us pe- people like Mama Wells, Jackie Wells, Padre. Um, but I think I would have to have like a little shack out in the Badlands, also some place to get away, you know. Sure, now, are we only limited. I say, are we only limited to places in Night City? Because if I wanted to, if, if I had to pick somewhere to live in the cyberpunk world, I would want to live in one of the nomad, the sea nomads. So we haven't even heard, seen the other one, but I, I, I want to be a nomad, but I. I I really don't want to be driving across country because I get car sick, but yeah, I don't get uh, seasick. Okay. It's weird. So if we're going to be long treks on the ca- in cars, it's like I'll get, every time I fall asleep, I'll wake up sick in this. So I'm like, if I'm going to be a nomad, I'll be a nomad on the sea. I don't know if there's space nomads. I don't, uh, because I've never been to space. I don't, I don't know that about I would rather be. On the Pacific or wherever you want, Atlantic, a nomad, just on the sea. Because technically you're a pirate sometimes, in some cases. But I would just like to be like a transporter on the sea with my big giant family. That technically isn't family in some cases. They're just people that are the like nomad family. Yeah. I don't know. Um, because we haven't really like looked into that like particular area yet. Um but like I feel like some of uh, the Pacific Islands are probably may still be like a bit untouched by like the rest of the world because there's just not a whole lot there to like make use of. Like that's like, what I was hoping. 
So, so like, you might have like to get that whole like still that beautiful like aspect that is you know like the reason why people want to go to hawaii like, because yeah, of you could do like the assassin's creed thing where they have like their own little island and they make a little town on it and if it's hidden hard enough you could actually every, whenever you need a peaceful rest to go you like turn on turn on your cloak or whatever go back to the, the island and just peacefully live with your family all you gotta do is worry about other people discovering it but you can just be really ruthless and say, you discover this island, you either join us or you die. <laughs> and that, that, that in my picks of sandbox, so I would like to just be a, a, a nomad transport family. We could be transporting drugs, people. But, no, um, Turbo, stay out of slavery. You can transport no, drugs all you want. No stay human. away from slavery. Or do you mean? Do you mean? You mean? Do. You mean smuggling people who want to leave terrible countries yes. under corporate rule into better things, right? Okay, so Please say yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. 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 What fucking quotations <laughs> on it, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> what quotation? This is an audio-only podcast. I'll fucking call it out your bullshit. Don't start with me. Um, <laughs> oh, this is cyberpunk. They, especially if I'm saying, oh, oh, God, I'm drawing a blank on the gang. What's the gang? Uh, Borgs. The Borgs. Why am I not? Maelstrom? I say it. Maelstrom. I was like, it's, I'm like, not Maelstrom. It's male, male. But yeah, technically, no offense. If you're Maelstrom bent nomads, uh, there's human trafficking there. And we know there is. It doesn't make it right. <laughs> hey, if I'm born and raised in that, that kind of environment, I don't know any difference. It's not my fault. All yes, right. but more, but... Oh, my God. I, mean, I, I think I like f- it as me here, but morality I'm still has world, to exist in this world. I have different morals. I gotta live to survive. This is a cyberpunk world. Five of the fittest. Toasty. In this world, Please. I would Toasty. never do that. But in the cyberpunk world, uh, I'm one person in a, in, a, in a thousand strong family that lives technically our sea pirates. I am not going to speak up. Because then I will so, become one of the merchants. Instead of smuggling people to help them reach asylum, you'd be the people they are running away from in order to seek asylum. Only if I had no choice. I'm hopefully I'm hoping I, I get raised into just a drug running family. If I have to pick, or or or, or illegal merchandise, uh, it's different shades of evil. Bro, bro, I'm gonna need you to stop digging this fucking hole, cause like, I haven't reached we, yet. It's already six feet deep. You can you can put your body down there already. You got you can stop. You already oh, have a grave. Body. You already have a grave. Toasty, I would assume, like you to please remove. Your morals. I am so you have the, the choice of world. being in uh, a nomad, which, by the way, nomads, generally speaking, in especially in Cyberpunk Red and leading into this time, are very generally cool. do have good morals and are usually just doing yeah. jobs, transporting cargo. Sure, there's going to be people that do bad shit or whatever, but the majority of them are actually doing stuff. And in the time of the red nomads are the reason that the world stays like alive because they are the ones moving everything food uh supplies medical stuff 
to all the different people who need it. They are the reason well, the world is running. Then I'd be a good nomad. I'd be a good nomad then. But I'm just okay. saying, if I have to, I just needed I have you. No choice. To, I would prefer. To dial I would back prefer. All this shit you I just would said. prefer. <sighs> Me in this world prefers that. But I'm just saying, Cyberpunk gets messy. There's no to say. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna cover my bases. Toasty, I would like you to remove your devil horns and switch twin locations with Turbo. Uh, he is now the bad twin. You are now the good twin. <laughs> I've never... <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't know what to say after that bullshit. So do you just play God in this situation, then? No! But I was, I... He's, oh, saying, he's just saying that Oh yeah, I I play God all the time. That's yeah, yeah, that's who I okay. am. I'm just saying, uh, it, in the circumstances, I'm not going to have much say. I'm not a bossing person. So if I want to survive, that's uh, I don't know if it's messed up in me, but I want to live. I want my family to live. If I have no say in what my family is going to do, I'm going to pick the least mean thing out of it. I'll be the mechanic. I'm not going to do torturing one. I would hopefully not want to know anything about it, but I don't want my family to die. This is all I've known in that world. I'm actually putting my headspace seen... in that world. I don't want to do the horrible things, but that's how the cyberpunk world runs. In it. It's like, there are some horrible people. If I'm unlucky enough to be born in that family, all right. it's actually my fault in this world for bringing this up. I shouldn't have said human trafficking, but that's just one of the things that pop out because that's one of the things <laughs> in this world that is talked about a lot about water time waterway smuggling is human trafficking drugs guns there's not a lot of good things smuggled in our world and there's the subtitle for tonight's episode i shouldn't have brought up human trafficking i love it but the (laughs) cyberpunk world does have good smugglers there's people that smuggle food and like Mm -hmm. commodities so that world actually has good smugglers oh yeah i remember one of the things that you do for the nomads is smuggling over a very specific uh type of liver it was like for somebody who has sickle cell anemia oh right you've got to smuggle in body parts you have a high yeah you have to have a high uh was it uh crafting Oh, probably. Do you need a... Not in order to get the quest, but in order to... Not in order to get it, it. but in order to diagnose that the liver was actually (laughs) what they needed. Because I think if you you pass that check, then you realize, oh, hey, wait a minute, this is a trap and things aren't going to go good. Tell me what I actually Oh, I remember the trap part. Yeah. Yeah. So most likely in cyberpunk, I would be a good smuggler because there's not really human trafficking. Is there human trafficking? I don't know the cyberpunk. But I, my only I reference think there's was everything. our world, so yeah. I went to our world. I shouldn't have done I, that. I, I, I would apologize. everyone to know I'm on the floor. Yeah. I'm sitting on the floor right now. He quite literally is. <laughs> I, I cannot see my co-host anymore. He has disappeared from the screen. <laughs> I, I so I'm the one that needs someone laughing on the floor. Or not laughing, but rolling. I'm not laughing! This isn't funny! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, so... Um, a little bit. I'm going to go in a completely different way, because I know exactly where my ass would be in Cyberpunk. Like, 
If I can't pick and choose what country I'm living in, I personally would love to live in Central America. I have a lot of family out there. I have a lot of history out there. Central America, I'm good with. Um, and I think that economically, they're set up pretty well. If I had to choose a place in Night City itself to live in, I know I'm 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 going to head for clouds. I just know that that is a place that I can fit in with. I have the psychology background for it. I can listen to people. I understand backgrounds. I definitely feel like I could fit in with that crowd. And I have the soothing voice in order to sit there and listen and understand the problems that you're going through. And if you need to talk them out with me, I'm open and I am here to hear it. So you trying Too to bad, fly better under help the isn't radar? Sponsored the podcast, then. Hold on. Two questions were asked at once. Am I trying to fly under the radar? Yeah, Cloud, because you don't... No, no, but the thing is, is that you're, you're giving yourself these qualities that they personally don't care about because they hit you with a doll chip and then kind of like... Like, you can be yourself when you're not with a client, but when you're with a client, you get overridden and become what the client wants you to be or what the client needs at the time. I think that I have the personality type that I can work with whatever the client needs, and I don't need to be overridden. Yeah. Because they do have, like, a system where, you know, some of them don't bring as much money into the club and i think that part of that is due to the psychological aspects of the people you know they there is a skill set possibly okay um no i don't think that i would need a doll chip in order to be compliant into the whole situation um i think that it just has a lot to do with personality type and coming in with a background already set for things like that. Um, I think that clouds would definitely be, or a, a company or corporation or establishment very similar to clouds. It doesn't necessarily have to be that exact establishment, but something along those lines. Are there such things as artists in cyberpunk? It's like as a designer, you know, and kind of artist myself, like, I have no idea what kind of what that where those interests would set me up in relation to that part of the world. So, like, I, I'd imagine that there would be more of a market for it in European countries or South American countries, just out of because, like, a lot of people view art and that concepts as non necessities, and in America or the end USA, most people are necessity focused. So, like, I need to listen to the Euro Theater podcast episode again to get a better sense of what the economic, uh, like, what do you think, Tosi? Well, like, specifically what, like, if depending on the art you're going for, because obviously they're going to need, like, I think art plays a bigger... I say I do like utilitarian stuff, so yeah. it, it would be, you know, functional. It'd yeah, be, well, you know, in the more... architectural realm or fashion, like... Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I in, in style yeah. over substance, they're gonna. That's gonna be more prevalent. You're gonna be right. Your, your okay, stuff so just be a totally can't really mean crowd. anything. Nobody cares yeah. what your like your art means. But like, if you're specifically 
fashion architecture, that shit probably is prevalent in its need in every location in the world. I mean, mm. style. I mean, fashion. You have how many different like clothing styles and everything like around or like true. like you would have plenty of opportunity for job there and then architecture they're constantly building on themselves and building more uh trying yeah so yeah but that's the thing though like isn't most things ai generated now in terms of designs i feel like they they kind of defer to uh just algorithms at that point so probably no. a lot but there's still i still think that there's space in there so like yeah. that you can there definitely stuff. is because as soon as you ask that the um one uh, if you go to the actual clothing shops there's a couple of high-end ones where the guy's like i've designed all of these fashions on my own so i don't i mean he was super fucking snotty about it and he's like it's yeah. haute couture that i don't know if you can afford and i'm like well fuck you yes i can um but then it was the fact that those were some of the ones where you could get um like legendary or not le- right what's the ranking size legendary is the highest but what's the yeah, level of that yeah you could get that yeah. level of gear from him and it was very unique stuff um that you couldn't mm. find in other places yeah, so you true. could have your own like for instance like that red chrome jacket you get uh from vic i think like mm-hmm. I, I rock that through, almost through all, one of my entire playthroughs, and like now that you can do different um, clothing uh, wardrobe options, like you can just have stuff like that on, not care about what the effects of it are, because um, right. it may not have as much uh, armor. Yeah. And yep. from the artistry level, you could also be a tattoo artist. Your artwork oh, that's out true. On skin. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I literally did design my own tattoo. You can't really see it, but it's oh, like geometric ass. stuff. But yeah, yeah. Please, actually, yeah. do me a favor, Jay. Go ahead and 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 just like get hop on that right now, so that there can be more tattoo options in the game, um, because there's very limited. I want more. I want That's more. True. There's only there's only one place you can get a tattoo, right? It's the I Love Johnny tattoo. Yeah, that silverhand gets. In character creation, there's only like oh, six oh, sorry, options for creation. like right, face sorry, and like six options that. for body. Sorry, I was seeing like actual tattoo shops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. They got. They have the brutalist style, that entire blackout style. Mm-hmm. Um, they have kind of the typical Sailor Jerry looks, like roses and stuff. Um, and then they have kind of that like neo futuristic one, with that's like flowers and triangles and stuff. Yeah. Like, they. I think that they. I guess the idea behind it was that they kind of have it for like <clears throat> the options for the major like style cultures. Type. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Subcultures. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. And goth ones too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but a tattoo shop in the game would be sick. Yeah. Be I really want more cool. tattoo options. I really do. Yeah. I think we did like, it's very limited. Like I don't, you know, I wonder, so that makes me wonder if like in Japan, they still have traditional like Tabori tattoo styles and like if that part of the culture and traditional art is still like very revered there, you know, or, or in like London, for instance, where Renaissance art is like now redefined as art of the early 20th century and not like, you know, hundreds of years ago and stuff. That'll be interesting. I sorry, ranted. <laughs> no, you're good. I think, I think, probably because i think like 
Arasaka is definitely like, and since they run Japan and they kind of, you see it just from like their, like the, the influence they have. I mean, with how, like, I mean, they're the corp. And so then of course they move into that, like, you know, the, the newer kind of like militaristic kind of style, but also with like, mm. they still have that like traditional kind of like design and influence into things. I mean, like, I, it's probably gimmicky or whatever, but just like looking at like Compeki Plaza, where it's kind of like, yeah, it's all like new and futuristic, but you still get like the the design of the building is still kind of like the traditional like Japanese uh, like st- structured building, and then you know they have those little details in there. And I'm and sure Saburo is still wearing robes <clears throat> when he walks in, you know, traditional yeah. robes. I mean, he's he's fucking old. <laughs> so, <laughs> how when he died when so like, what one fifty one forty? Some like I old. just know he was born yeah. before World War Two, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, it's old dude. I don't have much to add to that other than I would love more tattoo options and being able to. I mean, now you can change your tattoos, I think, with uh, yeah. the Ripper Docs. No, you can. Yeah. Um, but I would love to be able to add new ones or mix and match from some of them. Because uh, I would oh love to God. have... Like, I love the Santiago-type tattoos where it's like the iconography from the... Um, the Santi from the Haywood gangs and everything like that. But I'd love to have a couple geometric shapes on there. I mean, my body right now is a canvas. I have like eight tattoos and I am always thinking about the next piece that I'm going to get. So I would love to be able for my V to be able to do that too. Um, but I fully agree with that. All right, guys, we have had such an amazing conversation tonight. Uh, Many different voices have appeared, many different viewpoints have shown up tonight, and lots of good conversation about the upcoming Phantom Liberty expansion pack, and where we could see... Toaster, did we talk about where you would want to be in Night City? Or where you would live in the world? (laughs) No, we didn't. I was just going to let you keep going. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Aw. No, you're good. Uh... I mean, like, I think outside of Night City Answer, um, I'm uh, of the same mind as uh, Turbo with, like, the ocean-based nomadic uh, or nomad, uh, like, nations or whatever. I mean, the first time I ever played Cyberpunk Red, my first ever character concept was that. So, obviously, uh, that has some sort of a very important influence for me um because that's what i was attracted to immediately was the nomad lifestyle um and but like specifically ocean-based love the water um in night city um i kind of i kind of see myself uh sitting probably around like in the the japan town area or yeah japan town area um i don't know like it's out of all the places i think it's like kind of 
I, I don't want to say safe, but it's just kind of like the the atmosphere of it is just kind of like it's very busy, but it's just kind of like people just like living their lives really like that's really like you're across the uh across a, a decent enough size like uh channel where like the corpos aren't really going to be too much of an issue until they come in um all of like maelstrom's and watson so i don't want to go there um haywood would probably be pretty nice too honestly either either one um but like i don't want to be in the corpo zone don't want to be in watson don't want to be in pacifica so um i guess i'm dealing with the tiger claws but yeah it's not that bad yeah i could see that i mean we you and i have definitely talked about it before about like you would want to be out there on the water uh that was something that you have uh definitely talked about before and i could see that that really working i want to learn more about the nomads on the water i don't know how much lore we have on that but i definitely think especially since we've recently talked about the high riders and everything like that we need to start talking about some earthsiders and i think the water the people of the water would be a good topic to add to the list yeah i don't know how much established lore there is i i when i was playing red i made up all of it I like did mm-hmm. research into um, like the languages or whatever and made up my entire nomad nation um, based out of like basically the Pacific islands and the Philippines. So yeah. Turbo what's up. Do we know if there's any like nomads in space? I'm assuming essentially it's the high riders. Okay. Yeah. I don't know the high riders. They're that not point. Or there's nomads because there's nomads are like the cur- like in my my head like the couriers, so I didn't know if there's space couriers or if it was just all the high ride high. I think that those they would be a part. Okay. Sorry, what yeah, are the high bear. riders like? Guardians of the galaxies like hopping around from like <laughs> so planet We talked about it uh, last week's episode. Um, if you want like all the details on that, but essentially okay. um, the like a majority oh, of sorry. space yeah, workers like and Crystal stuff. Were, yeah. Places and... yeah. The majority okay, of right. space workers oh. were from Africa and then they kind of built their own like uh, nation up Station. there in space yeah. and like kind of control the majority of like the space outside of, of, of Earth. <clears throat> oh, so I my... want to say when you guys brought up, cybernetic modifications in space that was a really good thing to point out because that could be catastrophe Mm -hmm. yeah yeah nobody is allowed to go psycho in space that would be very very bad uh and i'm also thinking that there wouldn't really be a nomadic lifestyle that would work in space because if it's a you know pick up and go whenever you feel like changing your scenery i don't think that that would really work in space you could pick up and go to another station that's only if that station is accepting new people right now if they have a position already that needs to be filled i think a nomadic style lifestyle could really only work ground side I think that there's probably at least a small subsect of nomads that ferry supplies to and from Earth to like probably like the high riders uh, space stations. There probably is a small portion that like 
do those supply runs since they are the supply runners. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, so no Quarians in Cyberpunk. No, <laughs> there are no Quarians in Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, love it. But with their expanded life, uh, lifespan, uh, there might be a sorry soon, so we can keep our eyes out for that turbo. Oh. <laughs> All right, and now we've started to dive into Mass Effect lore. I think it is time to wrap up the show for tonight. That and all my tequila is gone. So that needs to be remedied. Josie's <laughs> laughing at me. Um, so our, um, let's go around the room, shout out and plug anything that you want to, anything cool that you've got going on, other places that our friends and family and chooms can find you on the internet. Jay, where can we find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at living and epic. So L I V I N G A N E P I C. And I'm the same thing on Discord. Um, and I'm part of the Cyberpunk podcast, uh, Discord, as well as like Artel Sorian and um, other Cyberpunk game out there called Vigilance. So that's one that podcasts will probably start up soon on. Uh, so, yeah. Very nice. Cool. Turbo, where can the people find you? You can find me on Discord. I am Turbo Toboggan. It used to be uh, Kather. It's I been a minute on... since Kather. Yeah, it's been a minute since Kather. That started when Mass Effect actually, I think, started is when I switched over to Turbo. So, yeah. that, And that's the only other podcast I'm on is Mass Effect. I have not gotten on to any others. I met you as Turbo Toboggan on the Mass Effect Lorecast. Over a year ago now. It's been that long. Uh, you can find me, Genesis, uh, on the Two Girls One Ship podcast, where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm on the Robots Radio Discord as well in a lot of different channels. I play a lot of different video games. Toasty, where can the people find you? Um, of course, I do the uh, the Witcher lore cast uh, with Tom. Uh, if you're a fan of the Witcher, I also do the uh, Cyberpunk Red live play podcast, Cyberpunked, Cyberpunk apostrophe D, um, over with the Fumbling for an Almighty Crit Gang. Um, and you said over a year for him. I just realized it's been two years then because I joined in December uh, in 2020 for, uh, for, for Cyberpunk Lorecast. So it's been, oh, geez, <laughs> two years. Dear God. I don't know how long it's been with Tom and stuff. I joined the Robots Radio Discord in September of 2021, which it's insane how fast things have evolved since then. Uh, within a month, I had started a podcast with Ravada. Uh, or, sorry. I joined in September, and by November 7th, our first podcast episode was out. 
Uh, so that's insane. And then I joined the Witcher Lore cast um, Patreon, and that's how I met you. And then Sam started his Discord, and just everything has spiraled in the best way possible since then. This is one of the greatest communities on the internet that I have ever found. And I appreciate every single one of you. Yeah, I think I found Tom through Fallout, and then it was the cyberpunk that I got on an episode where. I found it through This is where I started. He's right here on cyberpunk, on a Patreon chat, really. That was the first thing. I, I, I started listening, like, right before the game came out. So, like, November 2020. And the game dropped and I had finished yeah. all of the current episodes and then it was like oh, I'll throw some money at it why not so yeah I remember how psyched I was when I found that there was an actual podcast for cyberpunk 2 because it was yeah like right when you said like I think I was look I, I looked for it around like August I found Tom's and then when he started in the Patreon I just jumped on yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> I also like to shout out Miracle of Sound who does the amazing um, music that we get to use for our show. Go give him a listen. Go give him a shout out. Go give him a follow. He has a really big following on TikTok. Uh, So go follow him on TikTok. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. And while you are out there, make sure. Stay safe in Night City. love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age lore cast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry, and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember... Swooping.